Happy almost New Year and welcome to another episode of J3G. If this is your first time joining us, welcome and we hope you like the show. If you are returning, welcome back and we hope you also enjoy the show. We hope everyone had a Merry Christmas, but we all know who didn't. And his name is Dwayne Haskins, benched again this season, cut from the football team. Are we ready to say that he's a bust? I don't want to go Thomas first. I don't want to go first. Man, go. Q? All right. Um, uh, a bust? No, not yet. Um, immature? Yes, a thousand percent. But a bust? No. Um, the, the Washington football team offense isn't good. It's winning games from their defense. Um, I think him being drafted by the Washington football team was a mistake. Um, you don't see a lot of players succeed for a team where they're from. Um, I think that had a big effect. Yep. Yeah, it had a big effect on them. Also, that line was atrocious. Um, I remember last year he oh was crying. Gosh. He was crying out to that line, just asking them, "What can I do for y'all so y'all they can block for him?" Um, yeah, he's 23. He's young, immature. But I think as a quarterback, especially a black quarterback, you need to know, like, yo, you can't be you can't be playing around. You get a shorter leash. Yeah, you get a way shorter leash. And then him messing up, like, puts that stigma on our black quarterbacks, you know, discipline and all this stuff again. Like That's probably the worst part about yeah, it. Yeah, like it's to be honest. He's just I, once again, young, like that's 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 all I think it is. Young, immature, it's it's gonna come with time. I think he deserves another chance. He probably he most likely will. Yeah, probably start as pick. start as a backup. Um, but now, um, I think NFL teams should not hire me for um, drafting because I definitely said Dwayne Haskins should go before uh, Daniel Jones. And Daniel Jones isn't balling out either. Let's, let's yeah, get that straight. Fantastic. I mean, but. they they both walked into a very shitty situation. Yeah, there's a difference though. I mean, Daniel Jones, the Giants wanted Daniel Jones. And Daniel Jones is putting in the work at least. Y'all say half the... And that's, that's, that's what's, that's what's going to keep you on the team. He may not be a starter for the rest of his career, Daniel Jones, but he puts but in that work. But see he's working hard. Yeah, and that that differentiates a lot of people in the league. Are you going to put in that work? Are you going to put in the field time? I mean, film time, all that stuff. Just the little things like that. And it's... It's very selfish, I think, of Dwayne Haskins to go to a strip club, no mask on, and your coach just got off a of chemo. Like, you you didn't even think about, oh, I might could catch COVID, and then I might I could really mess my coach up because his immune system is not the seems strongest like, right now. Yeah, like you say. He's, it seems like he's got James Harden as a role model. <laughs> But not yeah. going out there and, you know, putting up the numbers afterwards. Right. Yes. Exactly. So, exactly. I, that's that's one of the things that really bothered me. Like, it's cool you want to, you know, mess Have up your whole – Yeah, mess up your career, but don't don't affect the people around you, things like that. Just that simple. Okay. So, I think it's too early to say he's a bust, like you said. he He's trending in that direction, unfortunately. But, like you said, it's a bunch of different things, like – to compare to Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones went to a a team that actually wanted him, 
when you remember who who was it? Gruden was the head coach, right? Last year at the start. Um they made it known they didn't want Haskins. Yeah. Like the whole organization didn't want him to start with. So you're already going in there with, you know, the feeling of well, I'm not going to be the guy. These guys don't want me to shine and whatnot. Um, you know, you can take that and run with it and stride and put the work in and prove him wrong, which he obviously didn't do. Um, but I think the main thing for him is obviously, like you said, he needs to grow up and figure out if, yep. you know, get his mind straight. Um, but if he gets another chance, I think he'd be best suited to go to a team with like, an older quarterback who maybe is getting ready to retire that he can actually go there and learn from, not, you know, a dumpster fire of a franchise like Washington is. Um, I think a good spot like Pittsburgh or something like that or, like, a Tampa team with, like, Big Ben, an aging quarterback, somebody who's had his issues in the past, who's worked past it. Um, I think, you know, if, if – he could get lucky enough to go to a situation like that. He still has time to turn around because he's so young. But right now, he's definitely trending in the in the terms of a bust, and it kind of it kind of hurts my heart because he's an Ohio State guy. Yeah, I mean, going into the draft, I was rooting for him. Same, because there's really not a lot of Ohio State quarterbacks, you know, out there. Of course, we have Justin Fields coming up, but. Dwayne Haskins was supposed to be, like, the guy. You know, we knew JT Barrett wasn't going to be the guy. Cardell Jones. He he just had a cannon. Almost. Had a cannon. (laughs) Almost. XFL. Uh, Braxton Miller went to being a receiver. He was effective for a year or two. Um, If you use him on Madden, he was really good. (laughs) Um, That, yeah, that, that definitely plagued his career. But, no, Haskins was definitely supposed to be the anomaly of Ohio State quarterbacks and I I hate what's going on with him. I hate it for the football team because it's not necessarily on the football team for once. It's on Haskins. Yeah. So he definitely kind of dug him a hole there. I, I am rooting for him because I, I hate to to see another Ohio State quarterback not make it. Um I think he definitely has potential. Yeah, I say when you when you look at like his physical tools, he's got everything there. He's not the fastest guy in the world, but he's mobile enough. He has a cannon for an arm. It's he he has he can't put it together for some reason. Right. Yeah. Whether it's a matter of help around him, which might not completely be the issue because Alex Smith was doing fine with the same people. Um it's just he's gotta find a way to get his mind and body to work as one when he's on the football field and he can't seem to do it. Yeah, I mean, his coaches definitely didn't help him out. That's probably the worst part. When you go to a team that doesn't really want you, and I feel like he knew that from the jump too, but, I mean, who else would have really taken a shot on him in that draft? In the first round, I think if Washington didn't take him, he probably might have fallen out. Well, the thing was, I, th- the first I thought a lot of people thought he was the second best quarterback in the draft. I, I think no. people were more shocked when Daniel Jones went, you know, eight to the Giants over him. Oh, hundred percent. Good. Now, if I'm remembering right, is this a Lamar Jackson draft? No, 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 no. Lamar was the Baker. Is this draft. the year? Pro- this that the was year, year after. Pro- That's They're right. The year after. The year after. Yep. It okay. was a uh, Kyler Kyler number one. 
Yeah, this, the Kyler year. That's right. That's right. So, as for us at J3G, rooting for you, Haskins, if you ever listen to the show. Um, another quarterback that we want to talk about uh, that was a complete upset, uh, Cam Newton this year. I feel like a ton of people are rooting for Cam Newton to come back. And his performance was highlighted versus Buffalo uh, Monday night. And Buffalo just completely showed that they are going to be the dominant team for a long time in that division. Just absolutely destroying the Patriots. Okay. <laughs> the Patriots okay. barely had a shot. First off, don't say for a long time. Yeah. I'll say for a long time. You know what? They're set up well. They're set up well, but, I mean, the Patriots are missing eight players who play key roles. You know, don't say a long time. You know, if they can do it longer than five years, then, you know, I'll consider it a long time. But Will Belichick be there in five years? What's he going to get fired? No, I mean, he may retire. If Andy Reid's not retiring, Belichick's not retiring. <laughs> and if he retires, sure. baby Belichick's just going to take over. Sure. Um... Um, Go ahead. Continue. Good. Stephon Diggs. He's a stud. Absolutely. You know, look. I think he he asserted himself as a top five receiver this I'm year. I'm just saying he had a. If he wasn't he had already. two touchdowns on uh, J C Jackson. Oh. All right. Look, everybody oh, gets beat oh. every once in a while. Oh. We talked about J C Jackson was a pro. Everybody boy. gets beat once in a while. How you get beat for a slant for a touchdown? Bro, he's fast. What do you want him to do? He's supposed to be the best corner in the league. You get beat for a slant for a touchdown. Whoa. Nobody ever said he was the best corner in the league. You did. I said pro bowler. You said One of the best corners in the league. Every corner gets beat. Jalen Ramsey gets beat. Stephon Gilmore gets beat. Who who else you want to put up there in the top? I'm sure they get beat. Never seen Jalen Ramsey get beat for a slant for a touchdown. On a slant for a touchdown? Slant for a touchdown. Look, man. It happens. Relax. You, you are always coming at the players on my favorite teams. I don't understand you. Because you, you gas up garbage. We talked about this. I'm I'm confused on how they're garbage. He's garbage. It's the Bill, Bill Belichick scheme. You take any of these players anywhere else, they're trash. If you're playing man coverage, it's not a scheme. It's I'm saying, that, like, he got all his picks probably from cover two. Like, no, half the time he be the Patriots don't play a lot. Like they play more man, they're more man coverage than they do zone because they have to blitz so much because they can't get pressure. All right, well you take any of these players, put them on another team. I don't see him succeeding. The defensive players, well, the offense players, no shot, no shot. Only linemen. Linemen are the only people who can leave New England and still produce on other, offense. Other than and Chandler Jones, other than Chandler Jones from the defense, I don't see anyone else that was dominant as they were for the. Patriots. I mean, who else have the Patriots really hmm. lost though since then? Jamie Collins. Didn't they have Logan Ryan? They had Logan Ryan. Van Noy Butler. Which he's Van doing Noy's pretty good. Doing he's doing good. pretty good in Tennessee. Wait, is Logan Ryan still with Tennessee? No, no, he's. Is that he's I think he, he's he sitting out for COVID. I think. Is he? I think. I but I know he was on the Giants minute. though. He was on the Giants. He was on the Giants. I thought he was on yeah. Tennessee too. Oh no, 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 no. He didn't resign with them. But Malcolm Butler's been straight this year. Van Noy's been good this year. Michael Butler been straight. The yeah. Michael Butler getting stiff arm in the face. The only by who? Derrick Henry in practice. 
you can't compare it to Derrick Henry because he's stiff arming <laughs> everybody in the face. In practice, he can stiff arm in the face. I would say he's stiff arming everybody in the face. But to get back to the Bills, yeah, they look good going into the playoffs. I'm not going to say they're going to dominate for a long time because this is the first season that somebody other than New England has won since what 2000 since the year Brady got hurt. They're going to dominate uh, for the next five years at least. We'll see. I don't. I don't see y'all rebuilding that fast. Y'all lost. Arguably the greatest quarter, arguably the greatest player of all time, the goat for quarterbacks. Even, I mean, even Belichick said it himself in an interview a few weeks ago. He, you know, they talked about how the Patriots are, you know, disappointing this year. This, and for better words, they're disappointing this year. And he said, you know, what do you expect after winning as many yeah. Super Bowl rings and division titles in a row as they did? Like this was eventually going to happen. No salary cap this year. They, I mean, uh, in their terms, it was worth it. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, are you gonna, you're telling me you're not gonna take at least one bad year for six rings over a twenty year gap? My thing is, it, it shows but, that you need talent. Also, I feel like he didn't have Tom Brady this year to bail him out with these trash ass receivers, and he's been shopping shopping for these trash receivers because he knew he had Tom Brady. Now you have no Brady. Now it shows like you need talent. To win football yeah, games. yeah, yeah. You need a, a mixture of talent and you know, pe- and people who can hard work and talent. You you have to find the the balance of it because, like you said, obviously, you know, bum receivers are only going to get you so far. Um, but at the same time, you can be as talented as you want, but if you can't pick up a system, which we've seen with Chad Johnson that year, you're not going to produce. It's you know. I think they'll be fine. They'll have a bunch of salary cap next year to go out and sign people and hopefully draft a quarterback. Please do, draft do, a quarterback. If you're now, hearing me, please draft a quarterback. The, <laughs> so there are some critics out there that think New England is a good quarterback away from being competitive again. Uh, is there any idea as far as who we think who would actually land in New England? Because, you know, there's been the rumors of uh, Matt Stafford potentially going to New England. I've seen rumors of Matt Ryan potentially, if that were to happen, which that's never going to happen. Wentz. But there, Carson Wentz, one of them, who said he wanted to be traded. So there's a number of guys out there that New England could get their hands on. But the other question is, would they go for a quarterback in the draft? Because this draft is quarterback heavy. I think New England could probably land Kyle Trask or Mac Jones, but I don't see them landing – the likes of Wilson or Lance unless one of the teams in the top 10 just decide not to go for him. Well, do, do the Patriots even have a, a top 10 pick? They're at 14 right now, but they're like, everybody's so congested right there. If the Patriots wanted to go ahead and right. lose to the Jets next week, they, I'm pretty sure they'd bounce into the top 10. So it, it'd be in their best interest to just tank that game? Yeah. I, I would say so. Yeah. I mean... You seen last night? Stidham's obviously not, also not the answer at quarterback. Um, yeah, I mean, if you want, give Cam one more shot to go out there and try to win a game. But if I was the Patriots, I'd let Stidham start so you can get a bigger, um, a bigger sample size. Who's behind Stidham? Brian Hoyer. Yeah. Oh, well, no more Hoyer, please. <laughs> no more Hoyer. <laughs> Look, as a Patriots fan, I've been spoiled to have Brady for the last my whole life almost. It's 
kind of knew it was going to happen. It was going to be an off year. I thought they were going to at least get eight wins and, and bail me out at 500, but they decided that wasn't in the cards. But it's whatever. I think I think a lot of people are just happy that there's going to be some kind of change that we, you know, we've shifted from the Patriots to now it's the Chiefs that are going to be the most dominant give it, team. Give it three years. They'll get tired of that too. Three years. Nah, you know, they're exciting I'm, to watch. Are, the Patriots I'm, are never exciting. I w- they are exciting to watch. The Patriots played like old man football. Except for when they had Moss, when Brady was just out there slinging the rock. Yeah. That was when we were in like seven. freaking elementary yeah. and middle yeah, school, yeah. bro. Like, <laughs> the, I mean, the Patriots were slinging the rock around for a little bit. Even with Gronk and all that, but I mean, there, the Patriots, it's not how the Chiefs the are. The Patriots had dominance for literally almost twenty years. Yeah. Uh, it's twenty years. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it 20. is twenty. It yeah. is twenty, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want the Chiefs to dominate that long. I, I think it's too hard to dominate man, that long at this point. I, I don't really care. It probably is. I think. I think the Chiefs probably have a good like, maybe six or seven years. They can only have so much money to keep all those players. No, yeah. they, just, they didn't need to um, sign everyone. Speaking of the Chiefs. They signed everyone to a big deal, though. Yeah, um, speaking of the Chiefs, how about their competitive game against uh, them boys from Atlanta, huh? Ooh, I, how about I your feel kicker? Like... Who, who's, who's calling I've, that? I... Hey, who, who knows the vision? Who knows the vision? <laughs> the rest of the team oh, does. He, They're trying he to just win. Wanted to show that, who got his pro He just wanted to show that, you know, I can make this kick and help he's us. On, I'm going to help us get a better draft pick instead. Right. He's on Falcons fans. He, he knew what he was doing. The rest of the team's doing their own thing. The rest of the team's doing their own thing. Uh, uh, AJ Terrell, too. When he could have intercepted that ball in the end zone, that would have been like the best play of his uh, career so far. Um, and he dropped it. No, I seen something on. He knew, he knew in the back of his head. He knows the vision. I seen. Now. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Just about the dropped interception. I seen something on Twitter earlier saying uh, this season alone, Mahomes has had 16 balls that should have been intercepted dropped by the defense to have like, the most since it's been recorded. Which just that's, yeah, that's why they some, secondary man. Yes, yeah, sometimes you got to have luck on your side. <laughs> They're not <laughs> receivers for a reason. <laughs> Dumb but luck, I, man. I feel um, like the the Chiefs are kind of like the Warriors. The second year when they had KD, is remember they're gonna flash? Yeah, the the Warriors was losing games. They shouldn't have been losing all this stuff. And once they once they made it to the playoffs, they was dominating. I I feel like that's what the Chiefs are doing. They're they're waiting to go to the playoffs because they already know. Like, yeah, we're going back to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I think their mindset isn't game in game out. Is all right game here. All right, we can chill a little bit. Blah blah blah. Game here. All right, make it to the playoffs. Now we're going to turn up. That's how I view the Chiefs right now. Yeah, they're just, like you said, they're biding their time. They're waiting until the playoffs. All they got to do is make sure that they don't um, get caught looking ahead. Another you know, another thing to go into. Kill teams in the playoffs. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Another thing to go into for other playoff teams. Um. Both the Titans and the Colts are sitting at ten and five. Both are in most must-win situations in order to lock up the AFC South this weekend. Um, there's also potential for a wild card for one of those teams. Uh, I mean, 
the Titans and the Colts should win their games. The Colts play, uh, I think it's the Colts play the Jaguars and the Titans play the Texans. They both have division yeah. games. I mean... Obviously, the Titans have the harder uh, game out of the two. But. <laughs> like, I, I'm really speechless as far as how this can play out because both are going to win. It's just going to come down to, you know, what those the smaller statistics are. Well, no, no, no. The Titans, um, if the Titans win, they win the division. Yeah, they win the division if they win. Because, the, do they have... So they have the advantage yeah, of the Colts leading, from the previous games they the played earlier. Right okay, it's a matter of so okay. the Titans are winning in. If the Titans lose, they have to wait and see what happens with the Dolphins, the Ravens, and the Browns because they're all also a five. You saw what JJ Watts said. Like basically, everyone on the Texans are just uninspired. And he's so pissed off for the fans and everything for, you know, what the team's put out there. I mean, they've uh, been... Do you think that's going to light a fire to try to play spoiler for Hell the Titans? Hell no. Or do you think the Titans <laughs> are just going to absolutely roundhouse the Texans? <sighs> I mean, Man. who's stopping Derrick Henry? Uh, I mean, Green Bay did. Yeah, but that Green Bay got up so much, they weren't allowed to run with Derrick Henry anymore at that point. I mean, he still had that's, almost. That's the way. Carries. That's the way you have to do. It. You have to get up so much to where they have to go out there and throw the ball. But but I feel what JJ Watt said was you know factual. Like people pay money, pay hard on money to see this team play, and it's it's not the player, it's not the player's fault. You know, uh, Bill O'Brien did a horrible job. You know, this off season, cutting players and trading players. All this stuff, but yeah, um, JJ White's right. You you play football because you love the game and you love to entertain. People people pay this right. money to see y'all entertain and they want to see y'all win. And y'all haven't been doing that. Like y'all about to have a what? Maybe a top five pick, top ten pick. No, they don't even get their pick. It goes to the oh, Dolphins. I forgot because. Laramie Tunsil. They gave her, yeah, Laramie Tunsil. So, yeah, they don't even have Wow. Players. That's the when worst I, part. When I wow. the other day, it was like the number four pick. So, the Dolphins were already doing good this season. You know, they're just going to get another another piece to the puzzle for them. Bruh, that's, that's sick. They are. Shout out, shout out that, uh, that new staff in Brian Flores in Miami. Turn that team around quick, huh? Shout out to oh, uh, yeah. oh, the yeah, real man. shout out should be Ryan Fitzpatrick for keeping – for the closer, the, the Dolphins playoff hopes alive. Yeah, they they the they should have never benched Ryan Fitzpatrick. That was the probably the dumbest move they made this year so far. I I don't, I don't want to say never because Tua also put them in some yeah, game winning situations but right, in the games Tua that played he played. Well. Right now though, when they was what three and three, and they gonna bench Ryan Fitzpatrick when they're hot. Like yeah, see, I'm surprised they didn't wait until the bye week at least to. To give Tua like the longer that extra week to warm up, yeah, they kind of just went right into it and was like, "What was it? Week six? They were like, "Oh, hey, the, hey, Fitzpatrick, we're gonna let Tua start, and we're gonna start him against the Rams." Yeah, which <laughs> like, I mean, they won. So I mean, he only threw. Then he only throw like sixty, seventy yards. Like he game managed, but it's not like he sparked the. The defense of the Rams, like, 
But but what goes on what goes on your uh, in the column uh, at the end of the day? A W for sure, but that's what you, matters. It, it's not though because you're gonna bench someone that's hot. That yeah, your team I mean, love every you... everyone loves Fitzpatrick wherever he goes. Like the dude is a leader. You're gonna bench that for a rookie quarterback against one of the top defenses in the league. They got the dub, like you said, but he didn't perform well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Fitzpatrick definitely performed well the whole season. Um, I mean, you know how it is when you draft a quarterback in the first round. You know, eventually at some point that season they're gonna start one way or another, whether it be from injury or the coach is just ready to make the change to them. They feel like they've had enough time to learn. Um, but with that being said, Ryan Fitzpatrick is a great quarterback to have off the bench. 100%. One of the yeah. best. And he... One of the best, how many for teams sure. he's played for. There's a reason why these why he keeps getting picked up by other teams. Yeah. He he is the anomaly for backup Harvard. quarterbacks. No, just he a, is what other... Just, he is what the other backup quarterbacks should strive to be as the a only order. Go ahead. Just a great guy. That's all I want to say. Like, he's always been a team guy. player. The Agreed. only backup quarterback who I liked more than Ryan Fitzpatrick was Charlie Batch. <laughs> Charlie no Batch comment. was the greatest clipboard holder of all time. Mm-hmm. Never no had to comment. go because Ben wasn't getting hurt. No comment. <laughs> Him and Highsworth looked like they could have been brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Honorable mention to uh, Charlie Whitehurst, right? Charlie Whitehurst, yeah. <laughs> he was God. He was with the Titans and who else? The Colts. Man. He was with the Colts. I think he was with the Colts when he got. His was he name with the Colts like the year Jesus. they were tank when like Curtis Painter was starting when they were trying to tank for Andrew Luck? Oh, man. I believe so. That sounds right. Yeah. That sounds right. What a year that was. Um. Look, hear me out. Andrew Luck's yeah. been out the league for yeah, one year, a, two years now. You know, maybe he's getting two that, years. Yeah, two it years. Yeah, two he's getting that itch to come yeah. back and play. Because Jacoby Brissett was playing, starting yeah. when he left. I'm just saying, maybe he's getting that itch to come back and play. Mm. I, don't I don't know, man. Andrew Luck. Might yeah, be too so he smart doesn't. He doesn't strike the, me as to that know kind he of should guy, not so. come back. Yeah. And the Colts are going to be in good hands. Who, who said he's coming uh-huh. back to the Colts? I don't know how who long Philip Rivers is going to be there, but. Oh, that's uh-huh. true. Philip Rivers, true. trash. Philip Rivers, he'll find a way to mess it up in the playoffs, right? Philly Rivers. Never, never been a fan of Philip Rivers either. This is throwing motion for it's, me. It's the everything for me. It's the, like the it's the it's the fourteen <laughs> the kids. It's the trash talking when you down forty five points. It's the trying to be tough. All all this stuff, bro. Man, it's like, the fact show. that he trash talks and doesn't cuss is what makes it hilarious. Yeah, like, right, right. I'm so whack. <laughs> he sets a great example for uh, his for the, twenty kids for the Rivers Clan. Many kids. Yeah, all. Of them. Um, so that's really it for NFL talk. Uh, we have all the New Year's Six Bowls starting tomorrow night. Uh, we have Florida versus Oklahoma in the Cotton Bowl, and then uh, from New Year's Day, uh, we have the College Football Playoff. And we also have uh, the Peach Bowl, uh, the Fiesta Bowl, and there's one more that I'm missing. I can uh, never remember all of these freaking bowls. You say, the Cotton Bowl? Um, oh, the, Orange the Orange Bowl. Bowl. The Orange Bowl. Um, so, I'm, Alabama, I mean, Notre Dame. I mean, start in order since the Cotton Bowl's tomorrow night or Wednesday? 
Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. So, actually, uh, Florida, Oklahoma. Everyone for Florida is gone, as, as it yeah, seems. for sure. Everyone that has a potential to be in the draft is gone. Besides Kyle Trask, this might be another game to add some kind of highlights to Kyle Trask's um, his montage, you could say. Uh, he's going to be playing with a bunch of young, probably talented players that Florida's going to be looking forward to having next year. Um, but just seeing, you know, if he can lead that team to one more victory over a pretty decent Oklahoma team. Um, Oklahoma's found their stride in the second half of the year, especially in their championship game. So I think it could be a pretty entertaining game. I think it's very interesting that the line flipped from Florida being favored in this game to now being underdogs by three and a half points. Um, I really don't know really much to say about it. You know, the game doesn't mean anything for them. It, it's just a highlight tape for both no. teams. Um, when do they announce the Heisman? That's January fourth, so, I believe. That's Trask was to go, so Trask has a still has a chance realistically to build on a Heisman case. See, Devontae Smith got the AP College Football player, player right? of the Year today, right? So I just feel like, and he was the first wide receiver ever to yeah, win when that they start honor. doing it in '98. Um, so, I really at this point I just feel Set like it's Devonte Smith's trophy. Woo! Right, and all the betting odds keep increasing on him. I think today I had seen he was minus two eighty mm. to win. I'm sure that's been updated since that, yeah. he uh, got that award. But um, let's see if there's any kind of prop in here. My uh, so. I'm not. I'm not looking on a. I'm not looking on a betting site that I use because. Betting is uh, still not allowed in the state yeah, of Virginia for our officials. Do that. I'm looking at uh, ESPN and stuff. But while while you're looking that up, um, with Oklahoma, do you think you know is Lincoln Riley the quarterback whisperer of college? I look at the he he went from Baker to I mean, Tyler to yes. Jalen Hurts to Rattler now. Yes, and then he also has another. Uh, top five dual threat quarterback coming in from um, from recruiting after this year, I believe. So, we'll, we'll see if he, he has a... Oklahoma has a knack for not being able to get it done in in big games. We'll see what happens when they play Florida. I personally... I think it's set up for him to win only because everybody on Florida's team is sitting out. Um, right. If, if it's a year that they can go out there and get a a big win on a national stage it's it's this year it'll be this year to do it but part of me I, I, I doubt them just because of their their track record in big games yeah so I mean this really turns out to be like a no one's gonna really give a shit about this game yeah yeah, yeah. I uh, I mean it's just it's just gonna be on TV I probably won't even look into placing any bets on it or anything um Go ahead. but i say no you only, got it you the got only it. game outside the two playoff games i'm actually looking forward to out of the new year six really is uh the peach bowl with cincinnati and georgia i know obviously you're looking forward to it because you're a georgia fan but i'm looking forward to it because i want cincinnati to have a shot to up, to upset a 
even though they're ranked higher, upset a, a power five school and maybe show that they should have had more respect put on their name this season. Yeah. Yeah, the same thing's happening for Georgia as well. They're having a lot of guys that are opting for the draft and not playing. Mm, so, But also, I, I think that the same thing as Florida. Uh, Georgia has a lot of young talent that's going to be showcased in the game as well. And I still think Georgia's young talent's going to be better than ooh. Cincinnati. Oh, first off. And I, think, I also think Georgia can cover the 7.5 because I think Georgia just has a way better defense. Yeah, talk right. that talk, baby. SEC, yeah. baby, SEC. Fucking hate them. <laughs> Ain't uh, nobody. No one's root for Cincinnati. <laughs> dang. Jokes on you. We don't I'm care about these Cincinnati. We don't care about these small schools, man. Get them out of here. I like Erase to see him get. I like to see him get some shine. Now see what happens. Cincinnati, but if Cincinnati beats Georgia. What's gonna happen? they be like, oh, Georgia had people sit out. Yep. Got my. Excuse I mean, ready. it's, it's gonna be the same way. It's gonna be the same thing that. Happened when Texas beat Georgia. What last season? Oh, two. But honestly, uh, that was two years ago. But uh, I think a lot of this can also be compared to when Georgia played Hawaii in the Sugar Bowl. Uh, I think it was about twelve years ago at this point. This is not the same. This Hawaii was one of those teams. I think it is definitely the same. I don't think Cincinnati. Back when they had Colt Brennan. Colt Brennan was the truth. I mean, Georgia ruined his career, but. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not saying that uh, Reader's career is going to be ruined, but I just don't. And this is a home game for mm. Georgia. Let's not. Oh yeah, that's true. Forget that. That's the game's in that. Atlanta. In ATL, baby. Yeah, I'm, so I'm gonna be I, hitting my dirty bear all night. <laughs> I hope Georgia loses so bad. Uh, well, you know what? I hope Ohio State I mean, loses. I'm sure everybody else in the group does too. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, I really don't want to see Ohio State lose it, if we're being honest. Because I, I, I don't want to see a Bama-Clemson natty, but at this point, I, I kind of think I'm going to I think I'm gonna see a Bama-Clemson Look, natty. Bama, I think Bama's got like a bye week to get into into the playoffs. I think it's how it was last year when LSU played Georgia, right? No, who did LSU play in the first? Oh, they played Oklahoma. Yeah, they, they didn't play um, – they played Georgia yeah, they in the played SEC Oklahoma in the, first, in the playoff game, right? right? I think it's going to be a situation right. like that. I mean, Alabama's going to essentially get a cakewalk into the championship while Ohio State and Clemson beat up on each other again. That's that's how it always works. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, Ohio State... How much of a shot do we think they have? Are we writing them off, or do we think it's actually going to be competitive? I mean, I think, I personally, I mean, me, it might be a little biased, but I definitely think they have a shot. I think your Fields is still in, like, the – it almost looks like he's still in, like, the early stage of the season. Like, he's not fully settled in yet. But it's going to come down to the defense, obviously. I think the offense is going to be able to put up points. Um, it's going to be, can the defense mm-hmm. stop Clemson? They obviously don't have everybody they had last year, but if you remember up until the that targeting call that they had, they were shutting Clemson down. They were up 16-0 or something like that. And then the targeting call tossed Sean Wade out the game and kind of changed it around. So, you know, Sean Wade's got something to play for because he's trying to rewrite, rewrite that taste in his mouth from getting knocked out the game on that, that BS targeting call. 
And then uh, Bama Notre Dame. Bama's favored by 20. It's a cakewalk. Let's be real. It is. It is. So, I mean, the I mean, regardless, these games should be entertaining. It's going to be fun to watch Alabama slap o'clock. Notre Dame and shut everyone up. And then Clemson Ohio State is has been always been a great game. Huh? game. Uh, maybe not. Maybe not for maybe not for Ohio State fans. But I I think. It it'll probably be competitive at first, and then I I think Clemson's gonna have they said who the refs are for that game yet? Lord, conference. I haven't actually looked that up. I don't know if they've announced a period. Uh, What conferences? Because if it's the SEC, Ohio State's gonna lose. They don't play well in the SEC. What a sugar bowl game do y'all have? But. If it's the SEC, but with that being said, laugh. the last uh, Ohio State, the first season of playoff one, is it the SEC oh. refs? Okay. Oh, uh, no, I'm looking right now. Um, I don't know. Um, but when Ohio State played Alabama in 2014, it was in the Sugar Bowl. And Ohio thank God. Big 12. There's not Big 12. No, there's going to be all kinds of scoring in that game then. Um <laughs> And then uh, Big 12 is going to be for the national championship game as well. Okay, Big 12 getting a – oh, probably because that's like the only conference who doesn't have a connection to the teams. Um, but Ohio State already yeah. showed what jerseys they're wearing. They're wearing the same jerseys um, from the first playoff when they played Alabama. So I thought I thought that was what? pretty – I thought that was pretty cool. What? Were the, are those no, like, like the LeBron like the jerseys? White diamond-crusted ones. What does that mean? Ooh. Tradition, bro. Hey, <laughs> Wait, what does it mean? Good, play good. Play good, play I, good. Last time I checked, was that 2014 year? Yeah. So Ohio State defense was nuts. I agree. That's not the same I defense agree. at all. It's not the same defense. They don't have a Zeke in the backfield. But the offense now y'all, is better. Y'all offensive line, most of y'all offensive line is. No, they got a master team. Like most of your offensive line out? No, not for real. No. Oh, because I thought it gets like, the uh, the same offensive lineman like almost all season. They were I, missing I, a center for a couple games, but that's it. I could have sworn to get the North. Was it Northwestern? They was talking about how majority of offensive linemen are out due to COVID. Yeah, or something. yeah. They had a lot of them out from uh the COVID game. Yeah, so I, mm, those jerseys don't more mean than enough time. Them jerseys don't mean nothing. Obviously, that twenty fourteen better quarterback now. They have a way better receiving group now. That twenty fourteen Ohio State team was special. You, they I were don't actually see. Ranked like, they were ranked like 15 in the, I don't, out of like all the teams who've made the playoff. They were ranked like 15 or something like that that season. Or I don't. I do not see that team in this team at all. I think not even a glimpse. That's maybe it's just me being. Hopeful. I mean, of course, yeah, of course, you think they could beat Clemson. Like it's your team. Maybe it's just me being hopeful, but after last year, I mean, they very easily could have won last year if they didn't. They had. Two calls go against them, which kind of the the incompletion was more so a tied Turner because it got picked up in return for a touchdown. I don't know how you could catch the ball and take seven steps and then get the ball knocked down and it's still called an incompletion. <laughs> I it's the SEC. Lord, they, they remember they remember when they why, beat Bama. Why why is it always when something go wrong with your team, the rest will be cheating? 
The SEC reps like, with that. They're human. They're flawed. They're going to mess up. But it got Every, challenged. Everyone. T- but the thing is, they called it a fumble when do on the you- field and let them return it for a touchdown. They got reviewed, and they called it an incompletion. Guys, it was an incompletion. It, there's no way you take. There's no way you could take six steps with the ball in your hand and it gets knocked out and it's an incomplete. Ain't no, ain't no way he took six steps. Throw money on it. Right, six steps Bro, and they called an incompletion. He ran a comeback on Okuda. He caught the ball, was holding it away from Okuda and was chopping his feet. And then as he tried to pull it in after chopping his feet, Okuda smacked the ball out and got picked up in return for a touchdown. So they say he didn't have possession of the ball. Bro, he no, he had possession, bro. He no, I'm saying, did the they say? The did the ref say he didn't have possession? Oh yeah, the, the refs are trying. Yeah, the refs are trying to Damn. say he, he didn't get the catch. <laughs> that's what that's what the refs are saying. But he was holding the ball out, like like you know how like when you're do like a real hands catch and your arms are stretched out. He hit one of those and was like stepping away from Okuda and never tried to bring it in. He was just trying to hold it out and took. Like I said, the six steps and it got knocked out. Hey, refs are human. Okay. They're flawed. It happens to everyone's team. It's it's nothing new. They don't have anything one against Ohio State. It happens to everyone's team. I can understand. Not on that kind of, not in that type of a game though. Like if it's a regular season game, great. But you don't ever want to see like a championship or a playoff game like that come down to the fact that, you know, you look back and you're like, oh, man, if the rest would have made the right call, it's I mean, one didn't of those. That, happen to, that happened with Jacksonville and New England in 2016 when it was a fumble and they On called the it. Yeah, they called it down and Miles Jack returning for a touchdown. Like, Oh, no, happens. I agree 100%. I agree 100%. Like, it happens. It's, refs are human. They're flawed. It's going to happen. Here's the difference, though. Jacksonville at least got the ball. True. Jacksonville at least got the ball right there. Ohio State didn't even get the ball there. Uh, but Jacksonville scored a touchdown. That would definitely help them. But the same way I'm sure it would have helped Ohio State. But all I'm saying, it's whatever. It's Tigers a year ago. Tigers have been eating Buckeye ass for the. <laughs> they've been killing the Buckeye. You, you want to make a bet on this one too? They. They are just on a net. Hey, um, speaking of bets to wrap up uh, college football talk, uh, quick, as far as, you know, who we're going to take for the New Year's Six games, uh, Florida, Oklahoma, the line is Florida underdog three and a half. Um, I'm going to actually take Florida underdog just because Kyle Trask has something to prove. Um, I'm going to. I'm gonna go ahead and take three and a half or four. I'm taking Ohio State straight uh, up. Y'all. Take the money line on Ohio State. <laughs> we talking about Florida, Oklahoma. That's a wrong nope. game, bro. We're oh, talking about we're Florida, Oklahoma. All of them? I thought you just wanted my pick. Dang, uh, man. What's the over under for that game? Three and a half. No, no the over under is sixty seven and a half. Take the take the over. Between Florida, what the over between Florida, Florida, okay. Oklahoma. He said Florida, Florida receivers yeah, not playing. Gonna put up. Yeah, but Oklahoma doesn't play defense. Yes, they do. Kinda. I mean, they play Big Twelve defense. It's not SEC defense. What you mean? We just seen a shootout against Florida uh, and Alabama. All right. Huh? 
we just seen a shootout against Florida and Alabama. Like that's what I'm saying. So what what makes you defense, think that Florida can't do it to Oklahoma? Because their receivers are sitting out. But Oklahoma's defense isn't as good as Bama's defense. Even if the guys are talented, they still have trash thrown in the ball. Bama's secondary is nothing but freshmen and sophomores. Huh? Like Bama's secondary is freshmen and sophomores. Like okay. there's not a lot of talent yet. In the secondary, there's no standout players yet in that secondary. Their front four is great for Bama, but that secondary isn't that good. I actually, I actually like the over. That's what I'm saying. I, I say like the, the under. Take the under. I like the if over. Florida so three and has a half no receivers, uh, and then we have points. Um, bro, Oklahoma defense isn't that bad. Bro, sixty-six points isn't a lot, bro. That's thirty point. That's thirty-three points per team. That's a lot of points. If Florida, even if Florida blows them out by twenty, if Oklahoma can put up twenty and Florida puts up forty-four, how are they going to score when their receivers are sitting out? That's what I'm trying to like. How is that going to work? Look, they still have trash on the ball. They still the receivers. You know they were blowing teams out earlier in the season. I'm sure those receivers got some run already. All right, take take those. I don't care. I don't. I don't bet anything. Yeah, I mean, I don't really care. It's not like the receivers haven't done anything. All right, so uh, Georgia Cincinnati, uh, the the spread is seven. Georgia's favored yeah, by seven. So you can, I'm taking that all day. I think Georgia will win by three scores. I'm not gonna say they're gonna win by three scores, but I think Georgia's, um, Georgia's gonna cover though. Yeah. Uh, Notre Dame Bama Bama minus twenty. That's a lot of points, but. I've learned never bet against Bama. I'll, I'll take the, the Bama with for the that points. One? I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take the under because I think Bama's gonna score like forty. I think Bama's gonna score I'll take the forty under. in. Notre yeah. Dame's gonna score like 10. 40, yeah. 42 to ten. Forty two to ten final score yeah, for that game. I take the under. And then um Ohio State Clemson. Clemson's Ohio favorite State minus line. seven and a half. Uh I'm actually gonna take I'm going to take Ohio State plus seven and a half on this one. Um, and then over under Ohio 66 State and a half. Straight up. They're winning. Book it. Whew. Nope. You're going to lose your mind. They hate Dabo. They got um, something to play for. And then the two ones real quick that we just don't give a shit about. Uh, Oregon versus Iowa State. Uh, Iowa State's oh. favorite minus oh. four. Over unders 57 and a half. I I say I think Iowa State covers. I think so as well. And then, um, Texas Texas A&M versus UNC. Texas A&M minus seven and a half, over under sixty five and a half. What was North Carolina's record this year? Didn't they lose to some bum this year? Eight and three. They were, they were eight and, and three. Their favorite and their seven point underdogs. Mm. They are. Yep. Um. They. They well, they lost to Notre Dame. Uh, they let Wake Forest put up fifty three against them without Jamie Newman. Um, who else? Oh, they got beat by FSU. That was you know, a big one, and I they got beat by UVA. Take Texas A and M to cover because Texas A and M is going to play with a chip on their shoulder strictly because they got left out of the playoff. I think, and it's after yeah. it's yeah. after the two playoff games, so they'll have a chance to show, you know. You can do a side by side comparison on how they play compared to a Notre Dame or an Ohio State, who they feel like they should have been in over. 
I think Texas A&M covers. Yeah. So that's uh that's you know what we have for the New Year's six games. Obviously, we'll do a preview for the national championship after this weekend. This will be the only episode that we record this weekend. Um, so we're good, trying to touch on all of the the major college football games coming up. Um, we're going to transition into NBA talk. Uh, before we get into the NBA talk, I'd like to announce my Hawks are three and zero. Just saying, Jesus. they're looking great. Uh, I know it's early. I know it's early. Shut up. Just let me have this because they're they're looking like a a complete team. They're playing the Nets tomorrow. The Nets have two losses. The Hawks don't. Just saying. Um, I'll say I'm more interested James in James Harden. Harden going to the going to the booty club and then coming out and dropping. 44 points, 45 points, whatever he dropped. Now, did he did he actually go to the strip club I don't, and then go and drop 44? I think it's just, just like a joke running because joke? The, rumors were go, the rumors were saying he was definitely taking it. Like, if they knew they were going to have a break, he was going to the club. Like, even coaches yeah, said J- that. James Harden was going to the club before the season started with little Baby and all that stuff. That's why I had to be quarantined because of all the COVID things and People thinking he wasn't working out when he was in Vegas, all this stuff. I would say he comes he... out and drop, drops forty four, and what had like sixteen assists or something like that. Like the dude went nuts. Look, uh, I when they were saying he wasn't working out, I was I was on their side saying he wasn't working out because that first that first game when they showed him in his warmups, he was looking thick. James Harden was j- triple C's more than more than three C's. He. he he was pushing Kyle Lowry for the for the thickest player in the NBA title. My thing is, say he wasn't working out. The man just came out and dropped 44, 10 pounds overweight. Yeah. Like James Harden James Harden might be the best scorer ever. Ever. Mm, I, I, can I can go with that. Best scorer ever, I would say. Ever. I could probably go with that. I wouldn't say the most um, versatile scorer, though. Just because hey. I think Kevin Durant's the most versatile scorer. He can't shoot. He Man can't can shoot, shoot for sure. But a lot of his points yeah. come from the free throw line. Yeah. Uh, also, West Talk, the Clippers were blown out. Blown out by the Mavs. Uh, 51 points, I believe, was the deficit. I don't want to hear any talk about the – They the only reason they got blown out is because Kawhi Leonard didn't play. Kawhi Leonard is good, but he's not a, He's, he's not person. making a 51-point difference. He's not 51 points good. Did, right. Didn't we talk about this before, right. how in basketball one player can change an entire team? So they, why he, doesn't it apply now? No, no, no. There's a difference between losing a game by 10 and not having your star player, and there's a difference between losing by 51 and not having a star player. I mean, if you're trying to say that the Clippers just played uninspired because Kawhi was out, yeah, then they're in big fucking trouble if he abs- if he misses more games. Like That's a mean, poor yeah. excuse. Them losing by 51 is, you know, unacceptable. I'll say that's a lot of points. But it was against the Mavs, who is probably going to be – top four seed in the West, so it's not a slouch team. No, I agree. I agree, but, like... This is also the same Clippers that play competitive versus the Lakers and ended up beating them on their ring. That's game. true. So... Without... With, with I mean, they did have Kawhi, but... So, like, 
still. You're telling me you, you can't even play that inspired? Like versus the match. I would have they had Kawhi like if they would have lost by, you know, ten points, I'm like, all right, they didn't have they didn't have their best player. But I mean that'd be a normal score. Points is a lot of honestly. Points. Even if they lost by like fifteen, that'd still be a normal score in the NBA. Because a lot of these margins between uh the winning and the losing team, a lot of them are more broad yeah. than we're used to. A lot of games just a few years ago would come down to, you know, four or five points maybe. Now we're seeing games, you know, the losing team is out of the game by eight minutes still left in the fourth quarter because they're down 20 and they'll maybe drop the deficit to yeah. 10 or I, 11. Like you said, I think they're just in – they're in big trouble if this is how they're going to play without Kawhi. They're, obviously, it's early in the season. They're not – they're not going to lose by 50 again, at least you would hope not. But it's not a... No, I, w- I would for, definitely for hope not. A player like Kawhi Leonard takes a lot of time off for the load management stuff, so it, they got to they gotta find something to do on the games he's not in. <clears throat> and he even take off for load management. No, 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 I know, I know. I'm just saying in, I'm saying in general. Like, he's a player who misses a lot of games because of it. He, he missed this one because of it. he got elbowed in the face the other night, right? Yeah. How to so, get, I think, eight stitches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, that's crazy. You need eight stitches for getting fucking well, James Harden know all about it. I mean, Elbow's he didn't get, a shark, yeah, man. He didn't get stitches, but. They are, man. It's, it's crazy. I've taken I've taken bows pretty bad. There's a difference. Not, We're not, not that bad. The people you're getting hit by aren't, you know, 6'9 and in the best shape of their life. <laughs> They got all the bone on their elbow. Truth. I'm playing dudes that yeah. went to Chick Fil A before they took down a, a, a lemonade. <laughs> you can, I got I got padding. Hell on my yeah. elbow. If, I, if I elbow somebody, be like, you you're gonna laugh at me. I'm like Poe from the pan from the uh, Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> but they they gotta they'll figure something out. It's early enough in the season to where. They can get everything situated and figure out exactly what they're going to do. Paul George, obviously, he's going to have to play better on, in order for them to to do something. We don't need pandemic P to be a, a real thing. Okay. Is is something going on with the Heat? Because right now, uh, the Bucks are up eighty three to fifty one at halftime. I mean, the Bucks have also nah. been playing like trash this season, so. Hey, Amen. They're starting to get together. Chris Middleton got twenty. I'm just saying. Huh? What are the Chris Middleton got twenty? Stats going. Oh, that's your that's your boy right there. Yeah, he does. Um The real team in the NBA I want to talk about for a second is the Warriors. Every time the Warriors <laughs> lose, I get a little bit of excitement in my heart. It might be because they were so dominant for that stretch of games, but Looking at the team that they have, like their team's still not bad. They obviously they still got uh, Steph. Wiggins isn't terrible. I mean, he might not live up to his number one pick, but he's still he's still a guy you can have on your team. I, the Warriors are going to beat the teams that they should beat this year, but they're going to lose bad to the to I mean, the more dominant teams. Everybody's going to have one of those things where oh Curry didn't have any help. Yeah, Clay being out definitely doesn't help. I think we can all agree on can all agree on that at least but when it comes down to it 
you still have a good team around you. You got you drafted James Wiseman. All you need, you needed a big man. I haven't heard nothing about Draymond, so I can't even tell you what he's doing. I'm sure Q can tell me more so about Draymond. Then he just all I've seen yeah, is that he's, he's been just not playing. That's all. He's just not playing. So, and they they still got <clears throat> Kelly Oubre at least. You know, Oubre's. I like Oubre. I think it's they're going to be underwhelming this year for sure without Clay, and I'm going to love every minute of it. Oh yeah, for sure. I seen him going what is it, seventy-two games. I can see him win about twenty-five. They, you think they missed the playoffs again? Oh, a thousand percent. That's why I like to hear. That's, the West, like the West is too loaded. The West is too loaded for one. Loaded confidence. And Steph Curry is not going to snap for the remainder of these games. Yeah. He might have, he might have ten, ten games where he go off, but I don't see. It's it's too much load for him, like. He don't have his boy there. He don't have Clay there. Doesn't have Draymond, who I think is the real facilitator of the team. I agree. All right, this this is this is gonna be another bad year for the Warriors. So get ready for another good pick. And yeah, it's that simple. I can see him finish like 12th, 13th in the West. They're not gonna be 15th again, but probably 12, 13th. With if uh, Curry stay healthy. Yeah. So this this is gonna be a year that shows like. For I think a lot of fans who see like Curry on the level of like LeBron or KD and those guys like that who who carry teams, I think this year is going to show that Curry might not be able to carry those teams the way that you thought he could. He might have been the best player on those teams, but he's not going to be able to carry a team like LeBron can or KD can. Oh nah, yeah he, yeah um, I don't, I never seen Steph Curry as a. A person that can carry a franchise. Me either. Like he's, he definitely needs help. And people might say it's because he's small, but I look at players like we was talking about last week, like AI. He carried a franchise. Yeah. Um, like it's, it's like size. Size doesn't matter. Like yeah. So I, I say I say was almost averaged thirty points one year for the Celtics, and he's yeah, like, our height. Yeah, so um, it's just going to mess up. Are, are people going to talk about this and say that it's going to take a hit to Curry's um, legacy and all this stuff? Probably not. No, because, because he's not of injuries. That, that type of light. Yeah, because of injuries and all this stuff. But, yeah, I mean, I see him right now as just another player that's a great shooter. Yeah. Right. Like, that's That's all. He's going to have a long career because his play style is not detrimental to his knees or his health or anything like that. He's never going to – he's never a high flyer. You know, even when he makes it to where he can't be a starter anymore, he's still going to be able to shoot the ball. He's still going to be able to come in off the bench and give you points. He's, yeah. he's going to be like um, how Ray Allen was towards the end of his career, come in give you some valuable minutes in the playoffs. He's going to be one of those guys down the stretch of his career. I mean, he's still young enough to where – he's still young for what he does, but – I... Let me uh, let me just shed some light on uh, the bets that we had last week. Um, I went over two. I had Charlotte minus two and a half. They ended up losing. Also had Denver minus seven and a half. They ultimately lost. Was Q the, the only one who wanted who um, who hit out of us? Q Q had Boston. Boston won. 
and they hit. They actually hey. won. Uh, I know um, I had the Heat, Thomas? and they ended up losing the game. <laughs> and then I picked they did, um, they did also the Raptors lose. to cover. Again. I don't even think they. I don't even know if they cover. The Raptors might have lost. I think the Raptors they, lost too. They did not. No, there were there were three and a half, yeah. and the Pelicans beat them. I don't know 14. where my second game was, but I remember shout the Celtics won for sure. Yeah. Um. Shout shout to you being the only one to hit something though. <laughs> Did you did you have the Rockets at all? And then he got postponed. Or we I had, had Philly. No, you had did Philly. Oh yeah, I did because I was talking about Doc Rivers. Philly. I know. Wow. He hit on oh, both. Yeah. Philly did win. Actually, well, yeah, Washington covered, but Philly won. So technically, I, he's I'm two and zero because I don't care about no cover. So, I'm going off of who's going to win this game. <laughs> <laughs> In betting terms, Q's one and one. I'm 0-2, Thomas is 0-2. So hopefully uh, with the New Year's six games that Ohio State straight around, up on the money line. Um, we're we're gonna we're gonna finish the episode with the best players to wear the number four, as this is episode number four. Um, we're gonna Whoa, let it's my Thomas, turn again. You started off. Give us your give no, us your no, oh, yeah. it's, no, it's, Did you do you last, went time? First last time? It just circled back around to me. Oh yeah, yeah. That's right. It circles back around. Um, so Thomas, give us your okay. best player gonna go to wear the number four. That none of us have said yet. Um, my best player for number four is going to be Bobby Orr. He was a defenseman for the Bruins. He is he's in, obviously in the Hall of Fame. He's won the Stanley Cup twice. He was a nine-time All Star. Won the the Hart Memorial Trophy winner three times, which um, that would be the most valuable player for the regular season, I believe, because I think hockey's got two. I think they got one for the playoffs too. Uh, he won. The, he's an eight-time winner of the Norris Memorial Trophy, which goes to um, the league's best defense player. So, eight times is a record for the NHL, and he also won the. Um, he's also a two-time winner of the Art Ross Trophy, which it goes to the the NHL's player who scores the most points, so assists and uh, goals put together. Six hundred fifty-seven games played. He had two hundred seventy goals and six hundred forty-five assists. And all that's coming from the defense at that. So I think, you know, looking at all that, especially, like I said, an emphasis on all, him doing all this from the defense, that's why he's my best player to wear number four. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. Um, okay. I'll go ahead and do mine. Uh, mine's going to be a little unorthodox. Uh some people would say Brett Favre up there for the NFL, and 100% he is, by no, by no means necessary. Um, but I'm going to go with the uh, the kicker Eddie. love. I'm going to say Adam Vinatieri. Adam Vinatieri, 582 field goals made. He played from 1996 until last year. Uh, four-time Super Bowl champion, three-time first-team All-Pro, and three-time Pro Bowler as a kicker. Uh, I mean, mention. not to he's mention the goat. He, he had of those kickers. game winners in the Super Bowl. He's a goat of kickers. Yes, he did. He has a ton of game winners. I don't even know exactly <laughs> how many game winners he has. You yeah, um, I mean his field his field goal percentage for his career was eighty three point eight percent. That's for, extremely proficient. You know, I've all, the one thing I've always extremely said about Vinatieri to back you up on is he might not have been like 
the best regular season kicker, but you knew when the game was on the line, you knew if you could get in the range, you had a, you had something in it. Yeah, whether it be you always had a shot. Uh, right. The snow game in the dude Oakland was ice cold when when they got the players out there plowing out the snow. That's oh, probably his know. most See, iconic that, kick. But the Super Bowl, the kick against the Rams, I remember because now we were all young when it happened, obviously, but. First one. First. That was the first. That was Brady's. Yeah, he um, coming out right. I remember he kicked yeah, yeah, yeah. it, and before the ball even went up, you could see him put his hands up, like in celebration. And I remember the whole team. There was like three players jumping on. Brady was on his back. It was. I think that that was probably his most iconic kick, just because of the photos they were able to get afterwards of him celebrating with the team. But definitely the biggest, biggest, the best big game kicker. Yeah the league has ever had. I like that pick from you, AJ. Yeah. All right. My, All right, my opinion, the, the best player to wear number four, coming out of Michigan University. Big Blue, part of the Fab Five, one of the most iconic college basketball teams of all time. The number one pick in the 1993 draft, the one and only Chris Webber, a.k.a. C-Webb. Um, C-Webb, every team he played for went to the playoffs. He's a game changer. He won Rookie of the Year, five-time All-Star, five-time All-NBA. He averaged 20 and about 10 rebounds a game. In his best year in 2000-2001, he averaged 27-11. and 11. And to me, C-Webb is the most underrated power forward of all time. So I'm going with Chris Webber as my number four. He, he was on the Kings team that people think got cheated, right? In the Western okay. Conference in 2000, Yeah, 2002-2003 against the Lakers. Now, before before we pick out of the three that we had, number four is a little bit more difficult because there's a lot of there's a lot of people who wear number four. There's a lot of people who wore number four, but unofficially as like their yeah, primary number. Like Charles Barkley's up there. Um, obviously, I know you already said Favre. But even Lou Gehrig, if you want to go mm-hmm. way back, there's a there's a lot of people who wore number four. So I think you know other people are gonna have their their own opinions. They might not agree with what we said, but yeah, that's Lou, why Lou Gehrig that's why is probably the, <laughs> the best person to wear the number four. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's why it's our podcast and not theirs. But well, we appreciate hey, if you, you even following, if you want subscribing, to listening. Send in, but, send us who you think you're no, you're <clears throat> the best player for that jersey number is. You know, change our mind, change I mean, our it, mind. Yeah, let it's us Christopher, let us know who you pick. It's Christopher right. Weber. Hit us up on Twitter, <laughs> Facebook. It's, it's nobody else. Look, Chris Weber. E- everyone. Over, over I'm here, right now, over I'm, I'm not Chris, going with Chris. He he's getting tossed out just because he played at Michigan. I'm gonna be biased. Chris Christopher Weber played against <laughs> Hall of Fame power forwards. And was giving him buckets. Yeah, and he was undersized. Giving him buckets. Dunking on Charles Barkley. Hit him with the behind-the-back yam-yam. <laughs> Chris Webber is it. Vin- Vinatieri could probably kick uh, kick field goals into the buckets. Shut up. I don't know what hockey. I don't know what hockey players do in, do in their spare time, but <laughs> he was a defenseman, so I'm going to assume he could fight. You know that's cool. That, that's all fine and dandy. <laughs> Chris Webber, six nine from Detroit. He got them hands. He got you them said hands. What? He's six nine from Detroit. <laughs> I mean, Bobby Orr's from Canada. I, I don't know any thought. I mean, 
I don't know any thugs from Canada, but I know George St. Pierre's from Canada. <laughs> Fighters are not thugs. No, especially not George St. Pierre. I don't I don't want to compare the no, two. I think Right. <laughs> like I said, this is gonna uh, be this is gonna be a jersey number that's gonna be rough because just because there's so many so many people. If I had if I had to make a pick, I mean Chris we- Chris Rebel is great, but just for my for my bias, I'll probably go Vinatieri because he provided more moments for me since I was alive when he did a lot of his stuff. Uh, yeah, no. I'm I'm also going Chris out of Vinatieri. Haters. You could keep Weber. We don't care about Weber. Chris man. Chris Weber played against Hall yeah, of Fame <laughs> power forwards. Adam Vinatieri is just a kicker. I mean, let me ask you, hey, what I Shannon moment, Sharp, what I kind of moment Shannon, does Chris Weber have in the playoffs? I yeah. told you the the behind the back dunk on Charles Barkley. He gave him that yam yam. Let me ask you, is that more iconic than than Adam Vinatieri hitting a game winner in the Super Bowl? Oh nah. Or the snow. That's against not the Raiders. That's the snow. For one, that was the Tuck Rule game, right? We're not gonna talk about that. That was the what? Wasn't that the Tuck Rule game? The the Oakland game. Cheating ass New England was not. Cheating ass New England. Anyway, anyways, they literally had Belichick talking about it earlier in the season because it happened. The Rams, the Jets, the Rams one was I kind of I give him that, but C Webb. You said what? C Webb and the C Webb and the Fat Five changed college basketball. Did they lose in the place? Didn't they not win the championship either? Can I talk? Is it my time? AJ, I would like some of my time back before I was rudely interrupted. Anyways, thank you. Hey, Anyways, it's, it's they changed time. the college game with the baggy shorts, the black socks, and the black shoes, the bald head. Like, no one had swag <laughs> like that in college. Goes to the NBA. Get drafted by the Golden State Warriors, and they win. They was trash. They win. Going to the playoffs. Like, Chris Webber was, to me, Chris Webber – I wouldn't say he changed the game for power forwards, but he was one of those people that, that you know, helped the game fast forward because he was a power forward slash center that can dribble the ball. He take you to the rack, Duncan. You had a mid range, played great defense. Like Chris Webber doesn't get enough. He doesn't get enough flowers. Chris he, Webber was he was one of the time. greatest, one of the greatest power forwards to ever play. Top ten, I'll go top ten. Not top five, top ten, top ten power forward, power uh-huh. forward. Yes. Okay. I can give you that. I get. I'll give you top ten. Like I said, yeah, I'm just. I'm, I'm looking at the people. He Michigan. The people he was playing against. He was playing KG, Tim Duncan, uh, Rasheed Wallace. Um, who else is in the '90s? He was playing against all these great bigs, bro, and giving them buckets. So I'm yeah, going Chris Webber. Look, we can all uh, agree to disagree. Well, I appreciate you uh, giving, yeah, I appreciate you uh, giving us your your best debate on Chris. Adam Vinatieri is a kicker. To persuade us, they don't do I'm anything in practice. I'm still sick of They might not do nothing in practice, but we don't care about practice. We just picked AI. Yeah. We just picked AI at number three. I know clutch we're not moments, talking about man. practice. Dang. They get they get paid for being clutch. Goddamn kicker! Pick clutch. another kicker. Pick another kicker if you want to. I blow this whole thing up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about if number I'm four, saying whenever we do another no number, number, if you pick another kicker, you I'm gonna put hands on you. for number three last. I'm gonna put hands on you too. I'll say yeah. You you can't talk about nothing with practice if we just pick AI for last week. I pick AI because I ain't no. care about the iconic practice thing. 
I'll say no. Oh yeah, facts. Bubba Chuck. Yeah, I care about Bubba Chuck. So number four, you know, it's gonna be. Um, we're all gonna be split <laughs> on number four. Is that just how we're gonna let it rock this week? Yeah, I mean, we don't have to agree every single week. Because we're not. Oh, not at all. Especially a kicker. If you would have said Brett Favre, they maybe. But a kicker, no. You like hockey? You couldn't go for Bobby Orr. That's why. That's why. That's why. I it's just an started watching hockey. I don't know segment. who the hell Bobby Orr is. Who the hell is Bobby Orr? Bro, he, you? Bro, he was from the. <laughs> that's a, I mean, I don't know who he is either. To be honest, that sounds like a damn singer, Bobby Orr. <laughs> Sorry to all of our hockey fans. Uh, but that's gonna that's gonna be it for today's show. Uh, we appreciate you listening again. Follow us on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Listen to us. Subscribe to the podcast. Uh, we're probably going to have another show uh, come next week prior to the uh, college football playoff championship. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, this should be posted by December 30th. So everything is prior to what's going to be happening on from that night. And then, uh, Q, Thomas, do you have um, any closing I just want to say have a happy new year. You know, hopefully everybody's holiday went well, whatever you celebrate. Um, only a couple days left in this this terrible year you know yeah I'm sure it treacherous it helped a lot of people maybe some things that you needed to find out about yourself it was great but we're almost through the year you know push through have a have a better year next year yeah just to just to reiterate off of that just happy new year to everyone and um Thomas nickname is Thicky Thicky <laughs> <laughs> thicky, thicky. Don't <laughs> also, uh, shout out Mitch McConnell for uh, whoa, whoa, voting down whoa. against We're the not getting into politics up here. Come on, check. man. <laughs> we, we, we don't like you anymore. Uh, but yeah, stick around for the next show. And that's it for J3G. Later. <laughs>